Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like MyBookie. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use MyBookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance to hit payday. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag and on your first deposit, use promo code TSUS to grab a deposit match up to $1,000. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Plus 38,000 on the Eagles and Chiefs. You won't find odds like that anywhere else. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with my bookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Joining us, he does each and every single Tuesday, our good friend, J.C. Sherbert of Inside the Gamecocks of the Big Spur. J.C., what's going on, my friend? Appreciate you taking the time as you do each and every single week. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Good to be on today. I feel a little better, strangely enough, than I did last week. Florida loss took a lot out of me, but uh, quite frankly, Chris, uh, after Xavier Leggett got hurt on Saturday, I was like, well, there goes this game, and and then when Tree Babaletti got hurt, I, uh, and I've backtracked on this since then, I was like, well, there goes the season. <laughs> uh, I just don't know how that injury situation can get any worse. Lots of times, in my opinion, I feel like injuries come across as, as excuse-making injuries and schedule normally because you know the schedule you're supposed to play. You know how it is in the SEC. You know injuries are going to happen. But my goodness, man. On that offensive line, you solve one problem one week, and that's what good coaches do. And that they've done a, I think they've done a good job solving problems. Uh, and, but then another problem pops up. It's like that uh, Bugs Bunny cartoon or Wally Coyote where he's putting his fingers in the dam, and, and another thing, you know, mm-hmm. another leak springs. My goodness! And then you know, you look at the situation going to A and M. It's uh, <clears throat> it's, it's not it's not good. So. Um, uh, and a disappointing performance. You know, I'm not I'm not sitting there saying, well, injuries are why they lost the game, because obviously it's yet another game where, you know, you're down three touchdowns before you make adjustments on defense. That's I, I'm over that. Um, I just uh, I, I don't know why that continues to happen. It puts everybody else uh, offense, special teams, whatever, in, in, a, in a big hole. And you almost have to be perfect to get out of it. And that's happened too many times, I think, the last three years. And they got to find a way to not let that happen uh, when teams are getting the best of them early. Uh, stat for you. Missouri's won uh, three against Beamer and uh, Clayton White. And they've outscored the Gamecocks 58-10 to 10 in the first half. Uh, and have not outscored the Gamecocks in the second. They've been outscored 40-30. to 30. So, And that's in three losses, two of them by double digits. So, <laughs> they're they're getting the best of Carolina early and just coasting to, to wins. And, you know, unlike maybe, I don't know, some some games where you kind of look at it and go, well, they played well the second half and fall back. I, I, I think we've learned enough now to know that's not going to carry over. I mean, that's not – that's just something that uh, is not something to build on at this point because it's happened over and over again. So that's, uh, that's my – you know, I'm not absolving – uh, coaching, playing, whatever. Uh, in terms of the, in terms of the loss, uh, I just I just couldn't. But I, I, I was as stunned as I was with how bad the defense was. Yet again, uh, I was even more stunned with the the football guys. Definitely not smiling on Carolina with uh, a very significant injuries um, in the in the football game. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, JC. I mean, admittedly, I, I drank some of the Kool-Aid, maybe some of my garnet and black blood shone through when I picked the Gamecocks to beat Missouri. But I thought at minimum that would be a really close, competitive back and forth mm-hmm. ball game. So to see the way it played out was somewhat shocking. JC, before we dive in the details of this game, I want to start, though, on a different note, the recruiting side of things, because last week we, we were so slammed with reacting to the Florida game and, of course, looking at the Missouri game. We didn't get into – uh, there's some good news, and there's maybe some not-so-good news. The good news is the Gamecocks picked up a commitment, Jalewis Solomon, and that was a big one, right? We talked about before the staff, how highly they thought of him, think he can be an impact player on the outside, immediately on the defensive side of the football, which, Lord knows, you need those guys right now. So the Jalewis Solomon news, and then this morning we learned Daniel Hill, the crystal balls have come in for Alabama. Uh, talk about those two guys specifically. Again, some good news and maybe not so good news on the recruiting trail for South Carolina. Yeah, I can't say I'm shocked by Alabama and Hill. Um, I think his dad really wants him to go to Alabama. Uh, I think uh, everybody's situation is different with their parents. I think it was always sort of a long shot to to to, to beat Alabama, you know, on a kid from Meridian. Mississippi, I mean, Meridian to Tuscaloosa is like Greenville to Columbia. It's right there. Uh, you have to to get to Columbia. You got to drive past uh, Bama. You got to drive past. You got to drive away from Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Drive past Bama. Drive past the Auburn exit. Drive past the Georgia exit. Drive past going down seventy five to Florida, and all the way to past Clemson, and all the way to Columbia. <clears throat> That's a long drive, and uh, proximity still matters in college football recruiting. Uh, I'm not as like critical of losing Daniel Hill because I think we all saw it coming. I, I do think there's a lot of room for criticism as far as the running back recruiting goes here. I mean, there, there's really not a lot of reasons why, you know, you go like one for 11, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, especially with the story to tell like they have. Um, it, I think the one shining hat, you know, glimmer of hope at that spot, Chris, is Mario Anderson's really good. I think we've established that. 
in fact, if I had a criticism of the quote unquote play calling on Saturday, it's with, I would have been a little more patient with Mario. He started out slow, six carries, 12 yards. And I don't know whether he went out because he was, you know, banged up or, or what, but well, he ended up playing pretty well again. Um, and he's just going to get better. But, but look, man, that wasn't a guy that you had to go recruit. I mean, he, his dream was to come to South Carolina. Um, so you lose Daniel Hill, which is a guy that absolutely could have helped. He's tearing it up this year, putting up huge numbers. Um, I can't say I blame the the, the father and, and, and the, the kid and everybody for deciding on Bama, though. Because, look, grew up in Mississippi. Uh, I think his dad went to Mississippi State, never got that shot at Bama. I mean, Bama means a lot. I mean, we, we know that in college football. It's tough to beat them especially on a kid in their kind of in their backyard. So, you know, hats off to the tide and Robert Gillespie for getting him. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that uh, it's, it's getting close to like awful, you know, as far as running back recruiting goes at Carolina and, and they're going to have to hit the portal again. Uh, maybe Trayvon Dunbar, uh, in-state guy gets an offer, but boy, oh boy, it's just, you just lose another one like that that you thought you had. Uh, and it's, it's disappointing overall. Uh, like I said, kind of saw this coming with with Hill. And now, Jalua Solomon was a player when he did commit to Auburn, almost immediately told people on my message board, like, look, stop bashing the kid. <laughs> this one this one is not over. Uh, and it wasn't. And South Carolina stayed the course. Torian Gray, Taylor Edwards, Shane Beamer, and ultimately flipped him because South Carolina is really where he wanted to be. I think he got caught up with uh, maybe a potential NIL deal at Auburn. Uh, his brother, of course, goes to Auburn, but they're not like tied at the hip or anything. So, uh, and then his young, uh, younger brother is one of the best players in the country for 2025. So, maybe you have an inside track there, maybe you don't. But uh, I, I, I think that's good. I think running back recruiting has been a known issue. So, hey, you know, what are you going to do to fix it? That's the question. Uh, and so we'll see what happens moving forward. But. Uh, you know, with the portal these days and stuff, you never know how your fortunes are going to change. I mean, Michigan State got a kid out of Wake Forest a couple of years ago that rushed for 400 yards. He's originally from Central Tennessee. Nobody wanted him. Uh, and he's in the NFL for the Broncos now and changed their season. Mm-hmm. Nobody saw that coming. Uh, nobody saw Mel Tucker getting fired either. <laughs> so uh, things change quickly in this sport. Uh, and at that position, there's a lot of them out there. He's got to find the right ones. Um and hopefully this time they will. I think, uh, uh, you know, I think that there's there's a lot to be determined and discussed at that position moving forward. Now, JC, taking a closer look at the Missouri game, I guess my simple question to you, JC, is, I mean, what positives are there to take away, if any? I mean, I think maybe you look at uh, Nicholas Harbor getting more involved and he just continues to, obviously he's, still drinking water out of a fire hose and learning how to play wide receiver. And you see times out there where guys are telling him where to line up and kind of what to do. And so he's figured when he gets opportunities to catch the football or make plays, he tends to make plays. So I I don't, yeah, I don't hear anybody talk about his hands anymore, man. I mean, everybody was like, he doesn't have any hands. You can't catch bull honky because man, that guy, that guy can catch, you know, I mean, and, and for a freshman that's unsure of things still, Chris, the, to when the ball comes his way, he, he, and look, is he the most natural catch in the ball? They don't look like Xavier Legay catch or Juice Wells, but this guy, you know, he looks at it and he just makes sure he's got it. You know, he's really focused on that. Uh, I like the little play they ran toward the end too, where they kind of a reverse pitch out to him around the edge. 
uh, and, and he seemed fine. So he's coming along. I guess that'd be a positive. You know, I, I think Jalen Kilgore continues to play very well. Uh, I think he's actually played better than Nick Minore and DQ Smith this year. Um, you know, other than that, Mitch Jeter, <laughs> good game for him, right? You he, know, he, got our, know. he got our MVP, but it's not normally a good thing when your field goal kicker. <laughs> I, I know he missed up, but uh, he, he continues to be good. But, uh, yeah, not a lot of – not a lot of not a lot of positives to take away from it. I mean, you know, I, I and like I said, I'm over the whole. Ah, oh, well, they came back in the second half, and look, I know they're fighting, and I know I know there's a bunch of good kids on this team and a bunch of guys that try and care, but, but there's something not being carried from the practice. As Beamer mentioned, there's something not being carried from the practice field to game day, and then you have the injury situation that just, I mean, that had to be deflating. Um, and, and I'll give you two examples. You know, they're missing Juice Wells, too. And uh, Amari Brown's not really himself um, to a certain extent. But, uh, you know, hey, you're down there. You're, you're I think, what, what were they, 24-9, 27-9, something like that. Uh, and you throw a, a, a slant pattern. Beautiful, beautiful route. Tyshawn Russell runs. He's wide open. He'd have walked in the end zone. Um, he drops it. Uh, juice or an older receiver. A lot of drops Saturday. There were a lot of drops. There were, there were, and a very uncharacteristic of some of these guys. But uh, Amarian dropped one. I think Omega dropped one. But you know, that's those guys. If that's Juice, he catches it and scores easily. Um, then later in the game, still, it's uh, you know South Carolina down fifteen. You know, they're, they're I think six minutes left. Uh, Spencer throws that ball. He's thrown to Xavier all year, kind of the, the comeback down the sideline. But this time it's to Omega Blake. <laughs> and Omega jumps up and he's like an inch short, right? And he goes over his head, it's picked off. And that's basically your ball game. Well, Xavier Legat comes down with that, you know. And, and so that's that's the difference, you know, is, is you got guys out there that, that just aren't quite there yet uh, in certain situations and scenarios. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, that, that's uh, there's just not a lot of good. I mean, I'll tell you, I think Spencer Rattler continues to play his butt off, you know, I, and I think he played well when he had time. But man, you're under that much duress uh, the entire game, you know, it, it's tough to make plays. But man, he, but he made his share. Carolina, you know, Carolina kind of stayed halfway in it, you know, because of him, um, and you know, he, he's starting to get a little more elusive where he kind of. You know, it, it, it kind of kind of like that. Uh, have you ever, I don't know if you've ever seen the Snoop Dogg doing the the animal king, animal planet thing, where the the lizard gets away from all the snakes. Um, it's on. It's on. I, I've it's, seen the voiceover. Yeah, yeah, the voiceover there. That, that kind of reminded me of Spencer Rattler sometimes on, on Saturday. You know, like oh, man, it's a bunch of snakes there. Oh, I always get in the way. You know, uh, he's actually gotten more elusive, but I mean, you can only do so much when when. It, it, and I, I don't know, the, the one thing I, I'm not sure of, and I don't even know if there was a solution to this, because I don't know what you do when your offensive line's just getting destroyed and they can't block. But you kind of do coming in, Missouri, that's kind of their game. You know, they're going to send a bunch of guys at you. They did it last year um, and said, okay, we're going to just try to beat you. So I don't, I, I don't know if there was a play-calling solution to that or not, Chris, because it was just so bang, bang them getting back there but uh you know that that was that was kind of crazy and then just the defense is just giving them 
and it's crazy too because you look at the D and they will get some momentum, and then inevitably something crazy happens. The other other disappointing part of it is the penalties, you know, untimely penalties. Not a very disciplined football team. I think Carolina's getting getting down toward the bottom in penalties in the league right now. You can't afford that when you're that shorthanded um, on the road against a good team. And, and I'll also give Missouri credit. I think I think they're a good football team. I I, I hesitate. I mean, I hesitate to say what they'll do against Georgia because I don't know. It's a, it's in Athens, but you know they gave them a game last year, so they're not going to be intimidated by the dogs. Uh, that could be a heck of a football game here in a couple of weeks if Missouri continues to play at this level. So, uh, you know, yet again, uh, you know, I kind of look at it and South Carolina's really, I mean, you could argue North Carolina probably is a game they should have won because it's not an SEC game, but South Carolina yet again, it's not like they lost to the sisters of the poor. I mean, that's a really good top 20 football team. So, um, but yeah, it's the SEC. You're going to face that week in and week out. Um, and when you lose a game like you did to Florida, which is inexcusable, you have to go get one back somehow. That's how you win in this league. Uh, and so, you know, another opportunity uh, that didn't go so well. So that's uh, that's how that's where it's at. It's two and five. Um, and we'll see what happens. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P or S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And to your point, JC, not just that you did not 
go on the road and get one back after the Florida loss. But I think the way that you lost and the way you're losing games is what's really taking the toll on people. You know, obviously, JC, you and I both know coaches are not getting six, seven, eight years to get things figured out. And I've been even somewhat surprised, JC, by the quickness of some to really question the future under Shane Beamer. When I would have told you in the offseason, JC, that Shane Beamer was an untouchable man because what he had done at South Carolina, your confidence level in the middle of year three, because again, no coach is immune to the effects of losing. So sitting at two and five, one and four in the SEC, like it or not, these question marks start to arise. Do you think it's fair or unfair, the chatter about his future at South Carolina? And then on top of that, when I ask the question of, is he the guy for the long-term, how important will this transfer portal cycle this next offseason go in answering that question? Well, those are kind of different different things. As far as him getting questioned, man, I mean, you know, we're living in a world where Sam Pittman's about to get fired in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming, considering how bad was Arkansas when he took over, man, after the Chad Morris debacle. Uh, and all that. And plus, Pittman's like beloved. Um, he's so, their version. He's their version of Shane Beaver. Yeah, I mean, so you don't you don't get a lot of time, no matter who you are. Matt Luke was beloved at Ole Miss, mm-hmm. and got fired after three years. Um, it's just the way the SEC is, and and the money's too great, and there's too much at stake, and it's too competitive. Uh, it's like a, it's becoming a miniature NFL. You know, NFL, not for long if you're not winning, right? Um, And so am I surprised by that? Yeah, I think people are rushing to judgment. Um, And it's mainly the crowd. There's a a portion of the fan base. It's a very small but vocal version. that They're they're not ever going to be happy with any hire. Uh, They're going to, you know, destroy the hire uh, against all evidence that it's working out. They're not going to give people a chance. it's a good point. I mean, you know, and some people around here, like, like they don't, I, I think a lot of times they sort of live life through other programs. Um, in other words, if it's not Steve Spurrier or Lou Holtz, you know, and it's somebody that's, that's won, they're, they're very impatient. Um, now with Muschamp, I think we knew coming in because of his, his track record at Florida, which was an albatross around his neck because you had four years of, Gator football not living up to standards under him. So he was behind the eight ball. He couldn't afford that fourth year dip, right? Uh, Beamer, there's no track record to kind of, I mean, basically what he's done here is all he's done. So there's a little bit more patience, I think. Uh, But you can't in the SEC normally survive what I call the catastrophic year. Um, So here you go. Is it going to be a catastrophic year or is it not? And that's going to be determined by the last four games. Um, I think South Carolina, uh, believe it or not, has a chance to win all four. Uh, they're all at home. Uh, none of those teams are really even at the level of most of the teams the Gamecocks have played this year outside of Furman. Uh, they're games they should win. I don't know about the entry situation and how that maybe evens the playing field. Um but South Carolina has a shot at all of them. You know, the Clemson game, obviously, it would be the toughest one I would circle because you just don't know with those guys. I mean, hell, they may be sitting on wins over Notre Dame in North Carolina and be eight and three and the hottest team in the country when you play them. That's just kind of how the ball bounces sometimes with that rivalry. Uh, but right now, you know, shoot, I, I don't I don't know that 
Clemson's more than a field goal favorite in the game. I certainly don't think Kentucky at South Carolina after Kentucky goes through an absolute gauntlet, including Alabama, before they come to Columbia. Uh, I don't. I don't know that they're going to be favored on Carolina's home field. Certainly, Vandy and Jacksonville State won't. So, you know, but, but look, well, let's say you let's say you lose to Jacksonville State, and or Vandy, or you finish three and nine. I mean, that is tough to come back from. Uh, you know, a lot of times. I mean, because what that does is there's automatically hot seat talk that goes into next year, and it affects your recruiting. It affects your entire organization. Um, my guess is it's not going to end up that bad, but you know, right now you can't rule anything out, man. So uh, I just, uh, I just, uh, you know, and, and and that's not a South Carolina thing or a Shane Beamer thing or anything like that. That's a that's the way of college football these days. Um, and uh, nobody's patient, and maybe maybe it's the world too. Who knows? But uh, I, I I would think he'd be fine. Uh, but like I said, you, the bottom can't completely fall out. I mean, you know, because at that point, what do you what are you gonna do to get momentum back? Uh, whole new staff, dramatic. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you do at that point. But you know, there's there's you know five games left, and I think Carolina should be in pretty good shape for at least three, maybe four of them. So so we'll see what happens. And and Chris, this year's schedule is different. You know, there are some things that are just factual. You know, sometimes schedule sounds like an excuse. But it's just a fact that this is unlike most of the Carolina schedules we've seen in our lives. Most of the time, these games are played in November, with the exception of Clemson, are played like either spread out or they're played into September-ish. Usually Kentucky, Vandy's in October-ish. Sometimes Kentucky's right there at the beginning of October. Uh, Your Jacksonville States come early, usually back-to-back. I mean – this year it's just been up. There's no there, there's no real breathing room outside of Furman until the end. Um, and so that's kind of the way it bounced this year. So we'll see. Uh we'll see if that matters. We'll see if that matters. Yeah, to your point, JC. Last year you had Charlotte and SC State back to back early in the season to kind of get a groove, get momentum, figure some things out, and you just have not had that stretch this year. Really quickly, JC, I know we got to get you out of here. Uh, first things first, it's a real short answer. Sam Pittman fired Dan Enos midseason. Some Gamecock fans, a lot in Gamecock Nation, are clamoring for Shane Beamer to do the same with Clayton White. Do you think that's a good idea? And if so, or if not, why or why not, in your opinion? Right now, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't know who would call the defense. I mean, and, and if anybody on that side, I mean, who, who would it Maybe Travian Robertson could call it, I would think. Uh, Torian Gray, I'm sure, could call defense i mean he's called I mean, hey, both of them you know travian calls one toward, i mean i don't know how you do it because clayton white scheme is clayton white scheme and so who's gonna who's gonna run it i mean i, I don't uh i don't know I, I i i thought i thought firing enos was kind of one of the things chris it was, it was sudden because arkansas wasn't losing because of their offense you know they hung 31 on lsu they lost 38 31 to byu they lost 24 21 to Alabama, 27-20 to Ole Miss. Uh, I, think it, I think it was definitely a desperation move of a coach that's on the hot oh, seat and needs to use yeah. a scapegoat, no question. They, they completely crapped the bed against um, <laughs> against Mississippi State. Let's, let's not fool ourselves here. But, you know, outside of me kind of questioning if K.J. Jefferson specifically was a fit for that scheme, because I thought K.J. was in the right scheme. 
I mean, you talk about injuries too. Rocket Sanders wasn't healthy all year. The line wasn't that good. Yeah, so I, so I, I, I don't know. You know, I, that that's just an example of one bad day at the office and you're out. Yeah. Um, you know, and look, sometimes karma happens, right? You remember the Nick Saban thing with Danny Nose worked there, and he's about to. I think I think Sarkeesian had gone to the NFL or something. Enos is going to be the OC at Bama. Saban sits down in the press or the staff meeting. Where the hell is Dan? Well, Dan left to go to Miami to coach under Manny Diaz. I didn't tell anybody. So uh, he's been at thirteen different schools. So uh, I guess the second time around in Arkansas didn't work out. I don't know. I don't know him that well. But uh, just seems kind of weird, all the things that have happened to him. But I, 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 you know, if there were somebody else sitting on the staff that I knew would be a rock solid uh, defensive play caller, you know, I, I'd be for it. If this were a Marcus Satterfield situation where it, it, it wasn't necessarily his play calling, like his overall approach to offense, period, was holding them back. Right, I think I think we found out when when you limit when you give Marcus Satterfield, you don't give him the buffet, uh, you give him the kitty menu. He can he can call plays, you know. He was fine calling plays. It's when he outsmarted himself. I don't know that that's Clayton White's issue. I think Clayton White's scheme is just getting exposed right now. And then there's some some breakdowns that happened at inopportune times. So you know, and that happens it happened to Tyrone Nix here. It happened to Brian Van Gorder throughout his career. It happened to Joe Lee Dunn. Uh, defensive coordinators somehow have a shelf life and, and they're good for a while and then they get figured out and they don't adjust. The great ones always evolve, always adjust or, or just so damn hard to figure out that, you know, they're always going to be tough, but uh, you know, that may be what we're seeing here. It's a good first couple of years. You got some turnovers. It's fine. Everything's good, but you know, the book is out so to speak. And uh, it certainly seems that way when you watch, other teams consistently get good matchups, good looks, and they seem to kind of know what you're kind of trying to do and and what you're trying to hide and, and how to find it and expose it. And JC, last thing, Gamecocks travel to College Station, take on a Texas A&M team that, you know, somewhat reeling in their own right. You know, this is a game that Jimbo Fisher, I think if you see Texas A&M fall to the Gamecocks, he's going to be out of there, buyout or not. But uh, South Carolina enters as a two-touchdown underdog. They go into a venue they've never won at before in Kyle Field. Uh, what chances do you give South Carolina against a Texas A&M team? that They're not world beaters by any stretch, but you look at the injury report and then you look at the line of scrimmage. If there's one thing, J.C., Texas A&M does have, it is elite pass rushers, and that could spell another long day for Spencer Rattler in that Gamecocks offense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at this game – is there any glimmer of hope you see a path to South Carolina pulling this upset, or do you see another tough day at the office? Well, it's been such a weird year, Chris. I mean, you wouldn't expect Virginia to beat North Carolina. I didn't expect that Mississippi State-Arkansas outcome. Not 7-3, to three, not without the Mississippi State's defense. That was like 2,000 SEC. Yeah, so he, yeah, I mean, that's like, Mississippi State's been in a bunch that of had, those. That had years. the Jefferson pilot feel to it, you know? Dave Neal called that one. <laughs> The three days, but, uh, yeah, the three days, but uh, you, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't see Virginia beating North Carolina. I didn't see that coming. It's been a weird year, but the the matchup you do circle in red ink is is Carolina's offensive line versus uh, a mighty talented A and M defensive line. A and M has twenty nine sacks this year. Carolina has thirteen. Um, 
uh, you know, it, it's down there where Carolina hasn't won. Um, that's a noon kickoff. Sometimes, the, sometimes they don't show up. Sometimes A&M honestly does not show up. 11 a.m. Uh, local time kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I think their, their 11 a.m. kickoffs last year were like Massachusetts. And there was only like twenty people there because it was cold, <laughs> and I think they I think they ended up pulling away at the end, twenty four to seven or something. And then Florida, Florida beat them pretty good, forty one twenty four uh, down there. But th- this is a this is a better Aggies team than last season. Um, you know, the, the shame of it is with Carolina struggling on defense like they are. Is I don't think Texas A and M is very good on offense. I don't think Bobby Petrino uh, has been the answer they thought he would be. I, didn't, I don't think Max Johnson's been the answer that I thought he would be when he took over Connor Wegman. I thought, well, heck, Mac Johnson did all this. Max Johnson did all this at LSU. He looked good last year at AM. Something's not right quite there. They don't have great protection either. Uh, they don't have a great offensive line. They're talented, but it's not what I would call one of the best in the league. Um, so that's a shame because their weakness sort of matches up with Carolina's weakness. And uh, Carolina's biggest weakness right now thanks in no small part to injuries is matching up against the, what makes them, you know, potentially elite on defense. So uh, it's going to be a long day at the office uh, most likely, but I'll say this. And I didn't mean to like just Bogart Shane's line after he, cause he said that after the Missouri tough day at the office. Uh, uh, but you know, you, you go shoot your shot. You don't have anything to lose with this one. This is not, you win this one. You're playing with house money. You lose, you're expected to lose. Come back, regroup, um, and the, the you got to get the, the you got to get to grind, grind for the Gasparilla, grind for the Gasparilla Bowl, bro. <laughs> get to that six wins. Get to the Gasparilla Bowl this year. Try your best to win it. Regroup, make changes. You know, look into it. Examine the program. Take stock, but. Uh, you know, uh, this A&M game is going to be awfully, awfully difficult, especially I think we're going to get the injury report here pretty soon. and I, I don't expect it to be positive, so we'll see what happens. J.C. Sherwood of Inside the Gamecocks of the Big Spur. Check those guys out over to Inside the Gamecocks every single day, 11 to 1 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, I go on Inside the Gamecocks every Thursday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. J.C. Sherwood, appreciate you taking the time, my friend. Looking forward to doing it again next week. Hey, thanks, Chris. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done